All right, you're listening to True News 365, a podcast, blog, cultural commentary, and Christian ministry set out to declare the gospel of Jesus Christ, to reach out to those who will have ears to hear by the power of the Holy Spirit. Check out truenews365.com for updates on blogs, videos, and more podcasts. And don't forget to share if you care. Until next time, God bless. All right, this is True News 365. Thanks for joining me once again. Uh, Today, I want to uh, once again um, bring up, um, go through Matthew uh, 5. I think it's extremely important. I think Matthew 5 is something that we need to read. Um, I mean, we have to read this like maybe once a month um, or more. (laughs) Matthew 5 is so important because... uh, the the sermon on the mount is is our character the character of the christian is matthew 5 okay so i'm going to read matthew 5 because i find that it's extremely important when i come across people uh in dialogue speaking about christians it's always especially in this culture the lack of tolerance is just phenomenal it's 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 something like i've never ever seen it ever and how uh this hatred of christianity this hatred of christ this 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 anger this silent rage that's how i like to call it it's like a silent rage against christianity and it's among everyone. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, not against everyone, but so many people. The culture is just—it's almost like a thick cloud over the atmosphere in the whole Western world. Um, people, you get people in a in a forum, um, and by and large, the the majority of the people will have something disparagingly to say. Or something negative to say about Christianity you know we've allowed so many stand-up comics and so many commentaries and so many people to speak on what Christianity is okay that we've allowed this culture to raise up our young people to hate Christianity okay in the past 50 60 years while the church slept and was not uh, teaching their children um, as they uh, lie down, as they walk on the way, as they um, as they rise up, you know, as in Deuteronomy 6, since we did not teach our children, since we did not preach in the streets, since we did not do evangelism, since we were not um, focused and loyal to Christ and to, um, to the way uh, in our homes, we've allowed ourselves to raise our children in this false prosperity in this physical prosperity okay and and we've done such damage to the culture our our um stupor our lackadaisical attitude our you know this whole idea we've allowed the culture to shut us up to push us to the margins (coughs) And now, when we have anything to say in the public square, 
I mean, even those people who talk about American values don't want to even talk to us. Um, we're called fundamentalists. We're called extremists. Um, and we're, we're now we're uh, Christian nationalists. We're being aligned with a group of uh, ignoramus, ignoramuses and religionists that don't really know their Bibles, that don't really have love in their hearts, that don't really know Christ, but they tout their, 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 their cultural Christianity and they're loud, they're vulgar, just like the world is, but yet they want to hold up a Bible in their hand. And I mean, they're in an embarrassment. They're an embarrassment. And yet this is what the world wants to portray as Christian. Why? Because true Christians have not been out there. We have not made the distinction. We haven't raised, you know, soldiers, spiritual soldiers with convictions, you know, to, to be like Christ. Okay. And so before I continue on, because I want to keep this podcast short, I want to read what the true warrior, what the true, uh, uh, what the true kingdom of God is all about. Okay. Um, and so let's get to Matthew, uh, chapter five, starting in verse one. I'm sorry. I got to turn on this heater. Um, yeah. So now when Jesus saw the crowd, he went up on the mountain and after he sat down, his disciples came to him and he opened his mouth and began to teach them operative word, teach them. Okay. Blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. He's talking about the kingdom. He's talking about those whose, whose citizenship is in the kingdom. Those we obviously know that if your citizenship is in the kingdom, you are true Christians. He's talking about true Christian. Blessed are the true Christians. That's what he's saying. Okay. And he's teaching and he began to teach them. You see, he said, he went up on the mountain and after he sat down, his, his, di his disciples came to him and he opened up his mouth and began to teach to who? To his disciples. However, he was on the mountain and he was preaching. He was, he was doing, um, he was, he was heralding. He was speaking the knowledge of the kingdom. And in the past, he had said, those who have ears to hear, let them hear. So while he was talking to the ones who he called and he selected to be his, his disciples, the ones who can hear him were able to hear him because he's sitting up on a mountain and speaking down. But who is he speaking to? Okay. Okay. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain and after he sat down, his disciples came to him and he opened his mouth and began to, to teach them saying, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the lowly, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, 
for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kind of evils against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad for your reward in heaven is great for in the same way they the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Remember he's talking to the disciples that the the prophets were before the disciples. Okay? You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has become tasteless, how will it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out, to be trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter of the stroke of the, shall pass from the law until, it is, until all is accomplished. Whoever then annuls one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say to you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that the ancients, you said, you shall not murder. Whoever murders will be guilty before the court. But I say to you, with authority he's speaking, Anyone who is even angry with his brother shall be guilty before the court, and whoever says to his brother Raka shall be guilty before the Sanhedrin, and whoever says you fool shall be guilty enough to go into the fiery hell. Okay? Okay, so this is the... I went a little further, a little beyond where I wanted to go, but this is what we're talking about. This is the character of those who belong to the kingdom. Okay? He's speaking to the disciples, but he's also speaking to all of those who will, by his word, hearing his word, will have ears to hear. And so it goes out to those who heard. As we know, it says that many followed him and believed because they saw the difference between him and the Pharisees. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because in forums, I, I, I go on various online forums and I... And I, I have to say that it pricks my heart when I um, come across people that in the slightest conversation, when you identify yourself as a Christian, immediately, even if the context doesn't take you there, there people want to start accusing the Christian of doing damage, of, of being mean, of forcing things down people's throats, of doing all they accuse, they think they're all right all the time. This is the seed for the hatred that is coming in this generating and growing beast system. Okay? This is the beast system that the prophecy of the end times is speaking about. This is the growing hatred 
and people will align people will 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 cheer and they will applaud when Christians when modern day American Christians Western Christians are pulled out of their churches and beat in the streets okay I'm not prophesying I'm just telling you what what is brewing in the hearts of of the people of the culture that's that's where this is going unless God intervenes and the Holy Spirit does an, ama- an amazing work and pricks the hearts of people and we get um, grace on this in this land and in the Western world once again. But as you see, people um, want to be spiritual. They don't want to be religious. They Somehow they've aligned religion as exclusive, exclusivity, which is true because... Christ was extremely exclusive in his and what he spoke as you see he spoke he speaks with authority he says but I say he doesn't speak as a teacher that says um, you have heard that people have said this this person has said that this person has said that okay and quoting other people no he doesn't quote anyone because he 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 is the word of of John chapter 1 the word was among us and the word became flesh that's who is speaking on that mountain to the people and he's describing who are the residents of the kingdom of God his Christ, his people and so on the earth we have these people here on the earth and they do good and they have Christ living inside of them they have the Holy Spirit they have God living in them and they love and they are doing right by God. But the world does not notice them. The world doesn't notice them. The world doesn't even notice that Christians are the most predominantly persecuted people group in any place on the planet Earth. Okay? And, 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 and the Western world hates Christ. Okay, it hates Christ, and therefore it's going to hate its people, his people. Okay, they're going to swing for Christ, and we're going to be standing in the way, and we will take the strike for Christ when that time comes. Okay, and, and when this persecution continues to grow, the Holy Spirit will keep rebirthing more and more true believers of the kingdom because that's what happens. That's what happens through the power of the Holy Spirit. People come to Christ because they start seeing, they start recognizing the truth. If these people love, if these people are preaching love and these people are falsely being accused, look what it says. It says, blessed are you when you're falsely accused. That's what happens every single time. When I get on, on, um, on, on these forums, all I have to do is say the, the slightest identification with Christ and the, the hatred starts to brew immediately. I have a number of, of videos on, on, uh, on my YouTube. Go check them out, True News 365 on, on, on YouTube, where, where the minute I speak, there's, there's weird silence that happens. There's um, people immediately feel um, judged. They feel in, uncomfortable when you quote the words of God, it's just, it's so sad that 
people are constantly in search of feeling triggered at the slightest thing. And then they say, well, yeah, so Christ, he has a lot of good things in there in the Bible and teaching and this and that. And, and then they try to qualify. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm not saying <coughs> that Christ is, is bad and he was a bad man and whatever this and that, but they'll continue on rejecting his words. They'll continue rejecting and mischaracterizing who he says he is. And, I, and all I'm saying is, can we please read the words? Can you see, read these words and his claims and who he identified himself as? Can we at least understand that he's, 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 he's not identifying himself as just a prophet and a teacher and a good moral example? He's calling himself, he's, he's, he's standing on a serious authority. He says, unless you believe I am him, you're going to die in your sins. He says, unless you therefore repent, you too likewise shall perish. And in Acts 28, he says he calls people, commands people to repent in these last times, right? In Mark 1.15, he says, uh, repent, the kingdom of heaven is near, is here, is now. Okay, this is the call. And so you people say, well, they're saying that he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. When is he coming? As soon as you die. And you could die at any time. And we're living in perilous times. Anything could happen right now. We're in a brink of war right now. We're in a brink of, of a economic collapse. We're going to start eating each other alive soon. Something historical has been brewing for decades. And people live as though you still have options. You know? And so, okay, as you can tell, this was sort of a rant for me. I just needed to get this off my chest. You know, um, you know, we have to pray. We pray for our culture, pray for our politicians, our leaders. Pray that, <coughs> that the culture, what God will do in a miraculous mercy, a work of mercy in this culture and open the eyes. We need to get out there. We need to hand out gospel tracts. We need to preach. We need to reach people, get involved in our churches. If we're not in a church, we need to get involved. In a, in a good, God-honoring, biblical, uh, uh, Bible-believing church, the way this is going to happen is by going out there in the culture and confronting the culture. The ones, the Christians on the front lines are going to get persecuted without a doubt. But for the sake of your children and your grandchildren moving forward, it's all worth it for the kingdom of God because this is his terrain. He is reigning now. He's reigning within the hearts of those who are in the kingdom. Okay? And so, you know, I prayed to God that there will be a, an, an, uh, an awakening in our nation. And people will stop, you know, will recognize, will come, open their eyes and receive mercy from the Lord. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much it for today. Um, Matthew chapter 5, let's meditate on that because that, those are the elements of the character of Christ. And they are to exist in those that live for Christ and those that, he, that are part of the kingdom who are indwelt with his Holy Spirit and who call in the name of Christ. And so when people say, well, yeah, you people do this, you people do that, you know, whatever. No, you don't. If those misrepresent Christ, if they're not following the mandates of Christ, then they're not Christian. 
you he says judge a tree by its fruit why should that standard be any different if that's the standard that's laid out in scripture for us to identify who is truly of christ those who love their neighbors those who love god and those who love their congregation themselves by that by this you'll know that you are my true disciples okay so take care until next time let's pray meditate seek his face every single day take care god bless <music>